Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Marcianne, and I've been ringing the wedding bells all month. (laughs) I'm doing my October blitz of uh, finding Mr. Right every day this month. I've been running a program on finding Mr. Right. And tonight I'm going to talk about um, what if Mr. Right is already married. And then tomorrow and the next day, I'm going to run my two shows, The Mistress Part 1 and The Mistress Part 2. And after you've listened to tonight's show, um, if you listen to those next two shows, as I look back on an episode in my own life, I think I can maybe give you some insight into relationships that are going to be, that will be helpful to you, hopefully. I mean, I thought I had finally found Mr. Wright. I was in love for the first time. You know, even though I had been married and divorced and had three children, but I had never been in love before. And for the first nine months of our relationship, I didn't know he was married. He lived in California, and his wife lived in the South. She had tried to live in California, but the first time she went through an earthquake, she packed up all her stuff and went back to Louisiana to be with her big Italian Catholic family. And from my perspective, also back to hurricanes, torrential rain, 98% humidity, mosquitoes, and the biggest cockroaches I've ever seen in my life. You know, I'll take that 10-second occasional earthquake uh, any day of the week over all the stuff that, that you have to put up with back there. <laughs> I did stay in the relationship for a while after I found out that he was married. Uh, I justified myself because I had a belief system at that time that if the husband is taking care of the wife, and this man did, his wife didn't work, that the wife goes where her husband goes and lives in the house her husband provides for her. I mean, the word husband itself means householder. A husband is a man who owns a house, or he's not qualified to be a husband. And this man had a house, and this house was in California. So as far as I was concerned in those days, that if the wife won't come and live in the house where the husband provides the house, then she's abandoning him, her her vows, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, and her husband's fair game. Now, if I had stayed in the relationship, and which I could have stayed in it, 
uh, she was never going to live in California, and he was never going to go back to Louisiana. We could be together today because she died two years ago. So that's why I feel like I can tell the story now, as I haven't ever told it before. So uh, tonight is um, what if Mr. Wright is already married, and then tomorrow and the next night, the mistress part one and the mistress part two. I, what I learned is that sometimes we're looking for things that go far beyond the immediate circumstances. And you know what? You might be looking for something that's far beyond your more immediate circumstances, too. Well, when I ended the relationship, uh, I began to be much more aware of the kinds of things that a married man does if he's in, if he has a uh, a mistress. And I soon began to recognize these behaviors during the time when I was still thinking that I could find Mr. Wright at a singles bar or at a dance spot in town, uh, which I finally gave up on all of that. <laughs> A married man never gives out his telephone number or his email. He'll always say, I'll call you. <laughs> He'll really rarely tell you where he works. Um, a lot of them use a traveling scenario. You know, I travel in my job. Um, or he'll say he's in the medical field of some kind, you know, because that's 24-7. So this gives them protection and you know, oh, an emergency came up, and um, uh, or sometimes they say they're taking, uh, going to school. You know, they work and then they go to school, and um, that's a more uh, recent <laughs> story that guys use. Um, uh, I had a client tell me that the he says, well, he tells me he's going to school through the GI Bill and that he has classes from 7 to 10 every night. And then he calls at the last minute, and he wants to come over and see me around 10 o'clock, and then we have sex, and then he says he has to get home and get get to bed because he has an early class the next day. I said, you know what, this is a married man. Turned out he was. Well, I've been marrying couples now for 20 years, and you know what is the saddest thing to me? What I see is that, you know, mostly the sex brings couples together, and then after a few years, they're not having sex anymore. The percentages of married couples who do not have sex uh, anymore is alarmingly high. I mean, doesn't a woman know that if she isn't going to have sex anymore with her husband, that he's going to get it someplace? I mean, men do porn sex on the computer, Sometimes they could entertain a homosexual relationship on the side. Because, I mean, you know, two guys get it, right? I actually had a face-to-face confrontation with the wife of the married man I was involved with. And she called me the California whore who was trying to break her per home. But I screamed, you're the one who's abandoned him in the bedroom. His bedroom is in California. Now, I'm a woman, and I know that women think about having sex once in a while. (laughs) I mean, actually, our hormonal cycle creates a high degree for sex during those few days of the month that we can get pregnant. 
The men are thinking about sex all the time. <laughs> it's just the way they're programmed. I mean, and today our culture keeps every man stimulated behind, beyond the max with naked photos of women everywhere and real women walking around nearly naked, commercials using sex to sell everything from toothpaste to tires. And now even on television they're showing the very active intercourse on the screen now, right, for all of us to watch. Uh, and you know what? The culture today supports casual sex as a part of just, you know, getting together to have a cup of coffee. So if it's all about sex, why do married couples stop having sex after they get married? I mean, why get married? Maybe marriage isn't about sex. And maybe this is where we need to get to go. What is marriage? all about well we we live in a universe where which is masculine and feminine and um, this is how our universe operates it's a masculine and a feminine universe and I'm sure there's androgynous universes out there, perhaps even asexual universes. But ours is a masculine and a feminine universe. And there's a natural attraction between the sexes. You don't need to exaggerate either the masculine or the feminine in order to be attractive, attracted to the opposite sex. And marriage it has been uh, between one man and one woman. And, um, I mean, I I have married lots of other types of couples, <laughs> um, irrespective of outward appearance. Um, I've married a lot of couples that seem to look like the same sex in their outward appearance, but I definitely was dealing with a masculine and a feminine energy in every case. Um, I have never married two people of the same inward sexuality. It's always been a man and a woman. Now, in the animal kingdom, which is, you know, an older kingdom than we are, they were created before us, uh, most of the animals have sex to procreate the species. I mean, the female comes into her reproductive cycle within the animal kingdom. There's no rules about this. Some come into their cycle every month like humans, some only once a year. It all varies with the animal. And the female puts off a scent that arouses the male, and he comes for copulation, which produces the babies for the next generation of their species. And some animals are monogamous, but there is also polygamy and homosexual homosexual practiced in the animal kingdom. And there are some species of animals who also have sex for pleasure, the lion, it's recorded that dolphins and pigs also have plus, uh, sex for pleasure. And um, it's, if with all the varieties of behavior that are manifested in the animal kingdom, it's curious that we as hu- humans want to constrict our interactions with one another to such limiting engagements. I think our strict thinking about relationships is connected to our limited experience about how to live our life as a human, being able to take care of ourselves with all of the necessities of life that are needed for our survival. 
So when you think about finding Mr. Right, uh, what are you really looking for? I mean, a man is a really simple creation. I mean, first of all, he comes out of the woman. And from the moment he takes his first breath, he's being fed and taken care of. She tells him what to do, what to say, what to wear, where to go, how to get there, (laughs) and generally arranges everything for him so he can do what he needs to do. This is how Mr. Wright started his life. And actually, Mr. Wright is looking for that woman to feed him and take care of all of his needs, and his biggest need is to have sex and then to have a place where he can be safe, to not have to be in competition with all the other members of his sex, to just be able to relax and let down and be weak and fragile and vulnerable without any fear for his life and to be loved and to love. This is what Mr. Wright wants. And if Mr. Wright has had a good mother, he will also know that he's going to be the husband and he would be a householder and be able to take care of a wife and his children. But this part of the man's education today is woefully neglected now because the mother is working and taking care of the company. And now with the introduction of casual sex, the man doesn't have to get married today to have sex. He doesn't have to have a job. He doesn't have to have a house. He doesn't have to have anything. And most of the and a lot of the times he's already married. I worked at the front desk of a local motel for seven years, and every week a policeman in his uniform, driving his police car, came into the motel on Monday and made a reservation and paid for a room for Friday at noon. Every week for months and months and months. And he was always wearing his wedding ring. And even when he came on Friday to meet his lady friend who drove down from L.A. every week to see him, he also wore his wedding ring while he was with her every week. And then there was another married man who came every week to meet his sweetheart. And he always brought candles and champagne and a dozen roses and he would go in and get those all set up in the room before she arrived. And then she would arrive, and they spent the entire afternoon together every week. Well, one weekend, I was doing a wedding in the park in Laguna Beach, and he <laughs> he was in the park with a big group of people, which I found out was his family, his wife, his his and her brothers and sisters, and everybody's kids, and they were having a big family picnic. And I saw his wife. She was a great big fat woman, probably about 250 pounds at the least, maybe even 300 pounds. So I went over and said hello, and he got this panic look on his face. He drew me aside and whispered in my ear, don't say anything about the motel. And I said, okay. And then the next time he came to the motel, he decided he would explain. He said, My girlfriend and I went to high school together, and we fell in love then. But we didn't get married, and our lives took their separate ways. And then five years ago, we reconnected on Facebook, and we've been seeing each other every week ever since. We love each other. And he said they were in constant touch, 
and especially today, what with texting, it is easy to be with t- in touch with anybody at, at every moment. They're in constant touch. Now, she's also married and has children, and they feel like they cannot tear up their homes right now. But it is my suspicion that when they get their children raised and often on their own, they might try to be together, unless they can't because of financial reasons. Because marriage in California involves community property, and sometimes it just isn't possible to break up a marriage and have there be enough money for both parties to continue to live the lifestyle that they are accustomed to and live separately because housing is just too expensive here. So they'll probably just continue to see each other once a week in the afternoon at the motel and just be in touch together all the time with the advanced technology we have today. So would you want him to be your Mr. Right? There was another married man who used to come to the motel once in a while. He wasn't always with the same woman every time. He would meet different women there. And one time he was checking in, and another woman and a gentleman came in to check in. And when she saw him, she was frantic because he, she was his next-door neighbor. And here he was seeing her at the motel with another man, not her husband. And she got all flustered and took him outside, and I could see them in this intense conversation. And then she came back in with the gentleman she was with who had already taken care of getting them checked in, and they left together to go to their room. So the other man came back in to finish checking in, and he just laughed since he knew that we knew that he came on a regular basis. He said, she doesn't know that I'm here also to see another woman. Now, this man actually had a false identity set up, and he used another name to make the reservation, and he paid in cash always. Now, if you're a single woman who does have children, I'm going to recommend that you always go to a motel if you're going to have sex with a man because you have an obligation to your children to provide a safe and sacred home for them, a home where there are standards of behavior, a home where there is someone who really cares about these children and the needs of the children. I was a divorced mother of three children, and during the five years that I was single raising my children, I never had a man stay at my home overnight. My fa- and my children went to see their dad for the weekend every other weekend, so there was a lot of times I could date when the kids weren't there. But I never had a man be in the home until I got married again. And even was, uh, when I was dating, the man I eventually married, the children and I lived separately until the wedding day. The only way children are going to learn how to live their life in righteousness is for us to provide them with a good example. It's our responsibility. My children are all grown now, and they are all strong, virtuous, and responsible, living their lives in integrity and honesty and truthfulness. And I believe it was because their father and I continued to live our lives as responsible parents, considering our obligation to our children and providing them with credible role models because he did not have women in the home on the weekends when they were visiting there either. If you are divorced and you have children, you are still the mother. And I might add, if you're male, you're the father of these children. And they have to come first before any of your own personal needs or desires. 
please be respectful of them and love them with your unconditional mother love and your fierce, protective father love until they're fully grown and able to be out on their own and provide them with a good example. Let them know the boundaries of your proprieties. It's the biggest investment you can make in the future for yourself, in the future for the lives of your children, and in the future of our nation. And if you are married, you also have a responsibility to your partner to have sex. Because if you don't, when you're breaking your vows, the marriage is broken. And believe me, we just don't need any more married men and women out there looking for sex that they should be getting at home in their marriage with their wife or their husband. Is marriage for you just about financial security? Is marriage for you just about making ends meet? And if marriage is about loving and having and being loved and having children, then make that your number one and only priority. I've always told my couples that there's a lot of time left after the children are raised and out on their own. Actually, there's more time left then than it takes to get them raised. And if you're single, why do you want to be married? And are you prepared to fulfill your marital responsibilities for the rest of your life? The vows are for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health for the rest of your life. Because, you know, sometimes you don't know how bad it can get. What if, in your opinion, he cheats on you? I mean, men are so constantly sexually bombarded. Our current culture is so sexually arousing for the men all the time. They can fall into a physical sexual encounter without their brain or their heart being involved at all. I mean, would you call this an act of cheating? And what about the sickness part? What if your partner ends up in a wheelchair? What if he has a heart attack or has to have open-heart surgery and he's off work and the bills are piling up and things are bad? What if he is fired or gets laid off? I think things have gotten to the point today where our young people just take a look at around at what's going on and they say, I don't want to get married and I don't want to have any kids. Because, and I believe that's what is causing this lag in the time that they are leaving home and why there's so many young people that are 24 or 25 or 26 still living at home, some even older than that. And a lot of these young people have been duped into getting student loans to get an education. <clears throat> and um, and some of these students have been going to school now for six, seven, or eight years, and they're never going to be able to pay off those student loans. They're now in a prison, and their souls are owned not by the country store, but by the banking system in this country. And if you're single and looking for Mr. Wright, please don't get caught in this trap. You can attend a local community college and get a two-year certificate in something that can qualify you for an entry-level job in, in, in a field that you enjoy. So as I say in my book, 17 Things to Do While Waiting for Mr. Wright, get out of those singles bars. Most of those guys are married. And dating companies can be dangerous, too. Men use fake names. 
They have false identities because they are married. Uh, The man that I uh, was involved with had fake divorce papers. The one Internet dating service that has produced the most marriages of couples I have married is Match.com. So the best way for you to find Mr. Right is to pursue your own path for your own life. I mean, find out what your purpose is and begin to fulfill it. If being in your purpose requires that you have special training or education, then get that training and education. And if you love to cook, take some cooking classes. You'll be surprised how many uh, to find out how many men take cooking classes. If you love to play tennis, join a health club. You know, Mr. Wright could be the tennis instructor there. And start working on that list for your perfect life partner. I've been giving you this homework now every night of this month. Because the more you know what you want, the less time you're going to spend with Mr. Wrong. I believe you can tell within five minutes if a person is Mr. Wright. But there are some clever seducers out there especially among those who have already been married or are married. They've developed some weapons of mass destruction, and they also have very strong defense systems. Watch out for that man who always has to have it his own way, never even hears what you have to say about something. And then if you get get upset about it, they say, well, I just don't understand, or, well, when did that happen? Well, Well, what did I do? I mean, they have their standard reactions how can you be so cold i mean you've got to be kidding and just never taking responsibility for their actions and watch out for the inconsistencies too like the guy who says i i can't get together at five because i have the maid coming to clean and then you say okay and then he calls later on and says let's meet at five and you say well what about the maid and he says oh i don't have to be there when she's here Or, I told her to go home so I could be with you. (laughs) There are very manipulating and controlling pants patterns that will keep you in a yo-yo, up and down, up and down, never knowing for sure about anything if it's a married man. That is the reason for the manipulation and control. The guy is married. So tune in tomorrow and the next day for the Mistress Part 1 and Part 2. I'm going to go into some really uh, the uh, beyond peeling off the onion, going into the various layers of our uh, who we are as humans and how, um, you know, how can we uh, allow ourselves to even consider a relationship with a married man. And so I'm going to ring those bells for you. (laughs) Talk to you tomorrow. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.